Hi, I'm Christoph Zimmerman. You're listening to the Pink Gun Podcast. Christoph, thanks very much for your time coming into Archon. Um, you're telling me how much you enjoyed your Q&A. I reckon there's a journalist yeah. in the middle of you, mate. Potentially. I mean, I need to do something for when I finish playing. So, yeah. And I, I like to work, um, I know, I like to communicate with people, obviously. Probably it would be easier for me to do that in German, in my mother tongue, than in English. But um, I think I've had some good help. So <laughs> it's all been going quite well. Oh, well, thank you for that. And um, obviously some of the fans uh, were asking you a lot of questions. A lot of fans wanted to know about your injury update. Can you just give us a, an overview of where we are and your recovery at the minute? Um, yeah, we're still quite early, unfortunately. Even though it's Saturday, it will be four weeks. Um, but yeah, I was told straight from the beginning that with that ligament injury, I mean, there's three ligaments in my midfoot that are damaged. It would have been better if there were, if it were the, the ligaments in the an- in the ankle, or if if the ankle of the foot was broken, that would go quicker. Um, but unfortunately, um, with the ligaments in the midfoot, it is quite tricky as you use that part of the foot the most when you're when you're walking. So. First of all, um, I was told six weeks crutches and six weeks and that's, yeah, fancy air walker. Um, to settle the foot down, to, to keep it in a stable position for the ligaments to heal naturally. So we are four weeks in that, in, into that on, on Saturday. I hope it's all going well and after those six weeks that the ligaments have healed naturally. Um, but I'm quite positive because I've basically been wearing it all day. Um, and then from there, it's still a long way in the rehab because I haven't really used my leg for six weeks then. I haven't used my foot, so it's about, yeah, it, it's, it would be exaggerated if, if I say you need to learn how to walk again because that's not what it is like, but at least for the first couple of days then it would be a bit like that because my foot hasn't really um, touched the ground without the, the air walk on. So. First of all, I need to get used to all of that again and then rebuild some muscle in the leg because it's more or less been hanging in the air for the last, yeah, four weeks now. So, I mean, Daniel Farker came out when he was asked, um, when he delivered that horrendous injury bullying, I think before Man City, when it was player after player after player on you, he said, ideally, maybe looking early in the new year, January, is that in your own mind a realistic time frame? I think that's realistic, yes. Um, Obviously, as a player, you're always trying to push it as much as you can but I've, the physios have been quite clear about it and said this just needs its time if you start too early you could get chronic pain with your midfoot and that's I think the last thing that I want that everyone in, in the club wants so for that yes January early January would be realistic I think the manager yeah as you said mentioned that about one and a half weeks ago um, obviously I hope to still somehow be able to play um, in in 2019, also December will be quite busy with six games. All the other month is just three to four games in that month, and obviously with that busy December, I'd be happy if I were back then already to help the team because it's going to be much load. And yeah, unfortunately, we haven't been lucky with injuries this season so far. And, and you yourself haven't been very lucky because you'd only come back from from the knee surgery, mm-hmm. uh, which forced you to miss the start of the Premier League season. Um, how have you processed that in terms of the frustrations and, and not being able, particularly with the club going into the Premier League and so much excitement that you've really had to watch it from the sidelines? How difficult was that? I mean, first of all, it's been a great summer for, for all of us. I mean, we had an unbelievable last last season in the Championship and I think 
the city as much as the players have all been looking forward to that or are still looking forward to the Premier League season. Um, so then to come back just two days before pre-season would kick off and yeah, finding out about that, that knee injury um, was very, very disappointing because on your mind you prepare yourself in the summer, in, in the off-season to hopefully be at a good level in pre-season to then be prepared for what might be the, the greatest seasons you could you could have as a player. I mean, there's, there's no better league in the world than the Premier League. I think there's no discussion about that. So obviously everybody would love to play in that league. And then to find out just two days before the start of pre-season that you might miss six weeks. And in the end, I missed six and a half, nearly seven weeks. Um, was, yeah, it was not easy to take. And then you're finally back after that long period of time. And I was quite lucky that I got to to play and back to playing very quickly and the injury I have now has got nothing to do with me being um, I don't know, not careful enough with my knee because that's all fine it was just contact it was just unfortunate but that happens eventually so it's not been yeah, looking back on that or when we might be in January hopefully as the manager said I'll be latest back then once you reach January to just have played 30 minutes in the Premier League and haven't missed all the rest of it and just been one week in in training with the team so far yeah it's not it's not perfectly easy to take but you can't change it or I can't change it anymore so meanwhile I just need to try to get my head around it and uh, yeah arrange myself with the situation um, that I'm faced with now yeah it's actually just popped into my head that Daniel also said that the initial diagnosis there was a concern maybe career threatening I mean I don't know whether that was a message he relayed to you but he certainly said that in the media just from you to process that information obviously it was very early days but it underlines the gravity or the seriousness of the injury I mean how did you take that news when you were told it it could be as serious as that um I remember uh, the the game was on the Saturday then Saturday night the physics assessed it and it was quite hard to assess because the foot was massively swollen and it was very sensible, uh, sensitive to touch, to touches, to contact. Then um, on the Sunday, we had first of all an X-ray and then an MRI on the ankle and then an MRI on the mid on, on the foot, because there were so many things that it could have been. It could have been a bone injury. It could have been anything with the ligaments in any part of the of the foot. And then when I came in on the Monday morning, the first thing um, I was told was that it's a really nasty foot injury, and for me, it's taken a while to really then process what nasty means, if it is career-threatening or not. Um, luckily, it isn't. Um, I just need to make sure it doesn't develop into something that will cause me problems for the rest of the career, because that's and always the other part of it. I need to be quite careful with it. As I said previously, the physics have been very clear that this one needs to settle. Otherwise, you will always have problems because it's the most important part in the foot for you to walk and to run. Just a final one, because obviously we want to look ahead and be positive and look to the future, <laughs> but you, you were asked about the actual tackle and Seb Haller uh, at West Ham. We all, we've all seen the pictures. It didn't look very good. Um, but there was a nice little story you told on the Q&A that he did actually reach out and, and mm. try to apologise to you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen the, the scene over and over and the, the more often I look, it, it just doesn't get better. But you can also tell um, he's not... I know, he's not way too late. You can see he aims for the ball. He comes slide in. Of course, it's a bit dangerous. And <clears throat> his his right foot just misses my right foot where I play the pass with by a couple of couple of inches maybe. So it was really close. But then the actual problem was if, if he would have hit me with that foot, probably the foot would have been 
broken or so, it wouldn't have been that bad because my foot was in the air. The actual problem was he missed the foot. My, my right foot landed on the ground again and then his left leg that followed through hit me and my foot got trapped a little bit. So that was the problem. So in slow motion, it always looks really bad. So if you see it in real time, you can see it's just he's just a little bit late. I think those tackles happen. Um, he texted me later on, I think, well, I, I have been told after the game because I was on the crutches and after um, the game was finished, I went to the team bus quite quickly because I, um, yeah, I had shot already and I didn't have, have the nerves to be around around the guys. I just wanted, to, I just needed a bit of time to myself. Um, and I've been told in that time after the game um, that Sebastian Allaire came to our dressing room and was asking for me where I was because he wanted to apologize in person, which is, I think, a really nice way of him to do to do this because those things happen and certainly not every player would uh, apologize for a tackle um, but as he couldn't find me he was then um, yeah asking I don't know who he was asking but he was asking for my number and then texting me um, hoping it wasn't too bad and apologizing for his his challenge um, yeah wishing me all the best for the future and um, I don't I certainly in, in our business do not take that for granted um, but I think it shows that um, there was no bad intention of him that's it was, yeah, just, just a, an unfortunate accident. It doesn't really help me much in my situation at the moment as well, but um, I appreciate that he's, um, he's apologised for it. As I say, in terms of moving forward, you've had a, probably the best seat in the house watching the guys since then, notably the Manchester City win, which in years to come, people will talk about how yeah. that Norwich team were able to beat that Man City team. Just give us a, a sense of six points from six games from somebody who's inside the camp how do you assess the start that the guys have made? Well, when I've seen the first five fixtures, I was thinking Liverpool away, Chelsea at home, Man City at home. Those three, especially as a newly promoted sides, are not games where you would expect to get anything from. If you get a point somehow, maybe against Chelsea at home, you would think, okay, that's a good against Liverpool, against Man City. If you see last season, undisputedly the two best teams in, in the league by far. You wouldn't expect to get anything from that. So then you just, there's, there's a lot of pressure then on the West Ham away and on the Newcastle home game to get something from that. Um, I think there have been experts who, who, was, who were thinking at the first five fixtures and saying, yeah, maximum one point we could get. Um, I was very, very pleased to see that we had six points from five games then because you would have thought if you somehow get six points, it would, be, it would need to be against Newcastle and West Ham. Nobody... I think uh, nobody from Man City's side, also nobody from our side, that really assumed that we would, under those circumstances, have a chance to, to get something from the game. Um, so that the, the guys have been unbelievable. They've been, they've been brilliant. It was a great joy to, to see that, from the st to watch the game from the stands. Um, people just in front of me were having tears in their eyes when we scored the 3-1. Th it was great to be in the middle of that and see how much it means to the people and, and how, how, much this, how, how loud it was in the stadium. Um, so for that, six points from five games was a great start for those five games. Um, then on the back of this, of the Man City win, obviously you're hoping to, to get some points or to get one point from Burnley, but everyone was aware that Burnley is a completely different task. Playing away from home hasn't been great in terms of the points for us so far this season, but um, we would have wanted to get something from the game, seven from six Seven points from six games would be outstanding. I think if you see if you see the start, but still now six from six is a good good point to start from. Um, nice to be over the line. Um, I think 
if we even if we would have just won two points or so, we would have still said oh, it was a tough start and we can go from there. But we've already had two wins where when it comes to that off the mark, I think Wolves, Watford, they haven't won a single game yet. So we're just happy. We've, we've managed to do that already. We're very good going forward. We've scored many goals, so it's never an issue of how we're going to create chances, how we're going to score goals. So it's good that we don't have those things on our mind to worry about. For that, um, I'm, quite, I'm quite positive also for the rest of the season. And um, I mean, what I've also said in the Q&A with the, with the supporters and what I'm really, or what I really um, was really on my mind to say is that we've seen how strong we've been at home, how much of an impact the fans actually have on our games, how great the supporters have been in all three home games, and that with the supporters in our back, we can compete against anybody, no matter who's playing on our pitch, no matter how many injuries we have, we can always make something happen here at home, at, at Carroll Road. Away from home, okay, newly promoted sides in, in the Premier League, it's not easy to get something away from home, but at home we've got all the chances, so um, I would just be very, very happy to see the same atmospheres like in the games we have, even though we're not playing Man City every weekend. But just sitting in the stands, seeing Man City's playing a ball, ball back to the center, back to the goalkeeper, and the crowd applauses, cheers us, trying to push us forward. We get the first corner kick. Everybody's cheering, even before the goal, just because we'd won a corner kick. I think that's the spirit and that's the attitude we need, especially if we know what, what we're about. Norwich is so much about the city, about the county, that we're all in this together. And I think if we, if we can make that count, if we bring our strength in like we did in the three home games we had, if we can keep that going, for the rest of the season, I'm very, very positive we can yeah, get the amount of points we need to achieve our goals.